made it. Episode 2. We got a hockey legend coming on the show today. Yeah, my buddy Sean Avery's calling it. This guy's basically the Canadian version of me. He sort of does what I do in my videos, but in real life. He basically confronts all the dredges of our society and holds them accountable. You know, like this guy trying to piss in the street. Yo, I'm telling you, don't piss there. Okay, try it. Try it. Piss there. Piss there. I dare you. I dare you. And you got this guy taking over both sides of the street with the biggest pile of garbage you've ever seen. Bro, are you kidding me? What's going on here? None of my business. Don't give me that mean mug. Don't give me that mean mug. I'm not taking that mean mug. Then you got the people who park in the bike lane. You know, all the people who just do whatever they want for their own convenience, who could care less about burdening others. Well, aren't you a stupid fuck? You're a lazy fuck, and you're a stupid fuck. I don't understand why you just can't move the fucking truck over, you dumb fuck. You're just ignorant, too. Come over to your house, I'm going to take a shit on your lawn. The great thing about him is he's like a full-on Hollywood actor now, but he still doesn't give a fuck. And he doesn't do phony shit. He's not one of these guys. I take responsibility. Ugh, I can't believe Aaron Paul did that. You know how heartbreaking that is, considering Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows of all time? It's just so disingenuous. Anyway, Sean will be coming on the show later. I gotta give a shout out to my sponsor who actually hooked me up with this really good hot sauce. How could you go wrong with something named Joey's Hot Sauce? I mean, come on. This stuff is awesome. No sugar, no bullshit in it like the others. Joey actually started making this hot sauce for his wife because she couldn't have sugar. That's a hot sauce love story right there, my friends. This guy's sweating his balls off making this in the kitchen. And he's not cheaping out like the rest of them who use vinegar. This stuff is made predominantly with pepper, so it's all about the flavor. I've been using this stuff on everything. It's great. Support small businesses, guys, because as we all know, they're really getting shafted right now. Go to joeyshotsauce.com and use my code JOEY20 to get 20% off the entire site. And remember, when you use Joey's, you're part of the family. I still can't believe we made it to episode two. I thought I'd be banned by now. What episode do you think the show will be banned? Somebody should start a betting pool. Because you know it's coming. Nearly every social media account I have is on the verge of termination. And what is it I really do? Promote societal standards? Wow. Funny how that violates their standards. Meanwhile, right before the show started... I saw border patrol footage on Facebook of a guy getting decapitated. He plowed through the Mexican border and hit a guardrail that ripped the roof of his car and his head clean off. Yeah, come join the Facebook community. Baby pictures and decapitations. That should be their slogan. Community standards. What kind of community is that? Yeah, meanwhile, I'm the problem. I don't even know why I have a page on there. Why do I contribute? You know, I posted a video of an Antifa member holding a knife, threatening the entire city of Portland from his apartment. Check this out. I'm not welcomed in Portland, Oregon. Well, welcome to my apartment, and it's in Portland. So, 
fight me if you want to bring a fight over this, okay? Bye! So I repost this with the caption, If you're having a bad day, just remember, this mammal is lurking on the other side of someone's wall right now. Facebook immediately takes it down due to bullying. Yeah, I bullied a guy who threatened an entire city with a knife by calling him a mammal. I'm a mammal. You're a mammal. I mean, what planet are these people on? Imagine if Facebook ran a country. Imagine if they ran America. Yeah, it would just become Skid Row or Chaz. They would just arrest all the normal people for having a problem with all the dysfunctional people. Yeah, all the nut jobs. They would take over, and they'd let them. Maybe I should start twerking and join Antifa. That might put me in their good graces again. I mean, just look at the guy who runs Facebook. Could anyone look more like the shell of a human being? Look up old footage of him on TV when he was just starting out. You'll see. Yeah, all the life he had in him. Look at it. When we first launched, we were hoping for, you know, maybe 400, 500 people. Harvard didn't have a Facebook, so that's the gap that we were trying to fill. And now we're at 100,000 people, so who knows where we're going next. He just looked like an ambitious kid trying to get his little idea off the ground. Yeah, all of that's gone now. What happened to that guy? He looks like a test model for an AI waiter. Like, I could see him rolling towards your table at a restaurant on wheels like... Hello, sir. Welcome to our restaurant. We have a few community guidelines to go over before we take your order. First, you must not criticize our food in any way or you will receive a strike which will ban you from ordering dessert. If you criticize our restaurant in any way online, you will be banned from our establishment. Thank you. Folks, Mark Zuckerberg has been taken. The soul has been removed. I can't stand these people. Community standards. I'm the one with the standards, okay? Anyway, that's the theme of today's show. Standards. Real standards. Unbelievable. So I just discovered these videos of people filming themselves eating dinner. I made an entire video on it. If you missed it, they call themselves mukbangers. Yeah, I call them slobs. Oh no, what am I going to get canceled now? Funny how if you call people what they are today, somehow you're the problem. Yeah, let's all rewrite reality and play pretend so we don't hurt the feelings of people actively killing themselves. I mean, I'm looking at a guy right now eating $150 worth of Domino's, which is basically the formula for cardiac arrest. And I'm supposed to sit here and go, oh look, another fine fellow American enjoying his dinner. I love cheese. No, he's not fine. And that's not dinner. That's a banquet that could kill a horse. I'm sure he has family members who are concerned, right? No, but we're not supposed to be. No, we're supposed to defend the behavior and pretend it's okay. You know, all you people who follow this guy and praise him are literally enabling his next hospital visit. If this country was right side up, YouTube would ban all of you. You know, there is something positive I want to point out about this. After going down the mukbang rabbit shithole, somehow I got recommended a video that was entirely unrelated. It was of a girl performing a cover of Dragon Force. This is like one of the most difficult guitar solos. Here's a clip. 
I look at her subscriber list. She's only got 400 subs. Meanwhile, these mukbang dopes, they got millions of subscribers. Society is literally more interested in watching someone eat cheese. I mean, obviously something's wrong here. So what I did was I ended up sharing her guitar solo and her page blew up. That made me so happy because the fact you guys showed her that kind of love, I mean, you know, let me put it to you this way. I want, I really want to do more of that. You know why? Because I think when people see side by side the contrast between worthless content and inspiring content, it makes you appreciate the inspiring content a bit more. But you know, I see this so much. People twerking, people eating, TikTok dances that anyone can do, lip syncing songs. I mean, anybody can do this stuff. And, and they always have more views and a bigger following than people who are showcasing a craft that took time and effort. And I'm thinking there's got to be a reason for this. I want to play a message I got from Bradley over at the Tasteless Gentleman podcast. He brought up a really interesting point. I'll play it. All right. So bear with me here because I've never sent a random video to anyone on the interwebs, especially someone I don't know personally. But that's neither here nor there. The reason why I'm creating this is essentially because I felt the need to comment on your post from earlier today. Uh, it got me thinking, why as human beings, why as a species, are we so drawn to these things that are essentially nothing? You know, like eating a strawberry. Dude has, what, 10.2 million subscribers? Versus here you have a girl who's clearly exceptionally talented and gifted and probably busted her ass to get to that level of, you know, guitar playing, and nobody cares. And I was wondering why, because that's been the case for years, and it's gotten worse and worse, and I realized that it's because people, human beings, look at these individuals who are essentially just like them, you know, like, oh, this guy eats, I eat too. Look at this, he's making, you know, six, seven figures a year eating food on the internet. I could eat food on the internet. Or, you know, they see... People in reality TV shows, for example, um, just being themselves and these people are, you know, famous. They've made it. So I think human beings tend to look at those individuals um, with the mentality of, oh, I could also do that and therefore I could also be famous as opposed to seeing that girl playing the guitar and thinking to themselves, that looks really hard. That's going to take me decades to learn. I don't want to do that. Human beings are always drawn to the most simplistic and the easiest tasks. You know, what's comfortable. People hate going out of their comfort zone. And intelligence and talent, I hate to say it, it's out of most people's comfort zones. So congratulations. That were, that's where we fucking arrived in 2020 going into 2021. Eating food on the internet as talent. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, you know, I thought a lot about this and I agree with a lot of what you said. And, and, and let me add to it. I think that there's a lot of people out there who it makes them feel bad about themselves. And I'm not saying it's everybody. It's almost as if like they see that and they go, well, what do I have to offer? You know, like it's like they kind of just like push that out of their mind and out of their memory. L let me just put it this way. I, and I want to say something to those people because I believe that everybody has something in them that they can do better than somebody else. 
I, I truly believe we're all artists. I mean, look at look around you. We built all of this, right? We're creative from the roads. <laughs> who who knew how to do that? The houses, everything, everything that we use, right? We're all creative in our own way, and I think that there's a lot of people that don't actually tap into their potential and look at what it is that they're good at. I really believe everybody is good at something that, like, I can't do, you can't do. I mean, like, isn't it kind of how civilization was built in a way? Anyway, that's just my two cents. I could go on forever about that. But I think it's an interesting topic because we're just seeing it so much, you know, and what's popular, you know, versus what's not. I mean, we used to celebrate talent. I mean, Jesus, look at the top billboard charts, you know. It's like, anyway, so let's let's go to some more uh, questions and emails here. What do, we, what do we got here? Okay, this message is from Mariana. I have a question for you. I've seen these mourning TikToks where people mourn their loved ones. For example, a crying girl sits near an empty chair, and in the next photo is a picture of her and her dead grandma in the same spot. I got a bad feeling when I saw that, like they're exploiting the death of their loved ones for likes. I can't imagine me making a TikTok if somebody close to me died. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. It's, again... These are people who just haven't tapped into their potential, you know, it's like, and, and it's just gotten to that level. And and the problem is, is that if you go on that page, most people are enabling them. They're, they're cheering them on. They're going, oh, wow, that's beautiful. It's like, it's like, they just don't get it, man. It's becoming a culture. It's just, I seen on TikTok recently, girls, uh, pretending that they're domestic abuse victims. Yeah. No, really. I mean, like, they'll make themselves up to look like they were beaten. And then you go in the comments there and nobody sees anything wrong with it. Maybe, like, one person will be like, what the fuck? And then they'll just gang up on them and, like, make them out to be the bad guy. It, like I said, it's upside down world, man. This is why I'm all about standards. We we gotta we gotta address this stuff. That it, it's just like it's becoming like the wild west of idiocy right now. I mean, what are you gonna do, man? What else we got? Okay, this one's from Dan Weller. Would love to hear your thoughts on this guy. Clearly a talent, yet clearly an annoying cunt. First off, the guy's talented, okay? Um, I'm not going to take that away from... Uh, but number two, I don't think I could ever be friends with that guy. I feel like he'd be the type of guy that would just show up at like 6 in the morning outside of your window and be like, I got an idea. Okay, this is what we do. I'm, you film me, I'm going to jump on the PM, I'm going to do a backflip. And it's like, dude, I, I can't... There's no way I could keep up with that energy. You know, I see, I'm kind of like... Like, I like the, the slow lane on the freeway, you know? I like to just kind of... I'm not in a rush, you know? It's just... I, sometimes I just don't sync up with that kind of energy. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from them. It's just... I think we're just different people, you know? That's as far as I go with that. 
My next guest is a former New York Ranger, one of the baddest dudes to ever play in the NHL. He's an actor, podcaster, and a guy who just doesn't take any shit. You could catch him on his podcast, No Gruffs Given, my new buddy, Sean Avery. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good. I, I got I to gotta marvel at, I know we had uh, preliminary conversations about how you were going to figure out how to fucking tweak this whole thing together, but yeah. I don't know how... I don't know how you did it. It looks good. Dude, I almost lost hope, dude, because I'm not as tech savvy, you know, but I got to ask you, though, right off the bat, did you watch any of the Times Square New Year's Eve ball drop special on TV? Oh, yeah. Which one? Oh, Which one? any of them. The one in New York. It was the saddest thing I ever seen in my life. No yeah, one was yeah. there except for police and like a select amount of people in little gated barnyard stables. It was pathetic. What? What was even worse was the fucking rose, rose, what's the rose ball or the rose parade? Yeah, I didn't see that. That that was today. So these networks, like it's amazing how desperate, I guess they have to keep, you know, they got to keep the the train on the tracks, right? And it's so fucking cheesy what they're doing. Whoever's trying to fix what's happening, like just call it, just put on, just put on National Lampoon's. Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see fucking Megan Trainer singing at Disneyland with Julianne yeah. Huff and all the bullshit and them interviewing each other with the masks on fucking six feet away. Like they got tested. Okay. Right. The masks are all bullshit. They fucking obviously got tested. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at Disneyland. Like, the whole thing's a fucking joke. You know, they they even resorted to interviewing balloons, like those goofy dancing balloons they have at the car dealership. I watched this host tried to make a skit out of pretending to talk to it. And then 20 minutes later, they did it again as if they just ran out of people to talk to. It was like the producers in his ear, like, oh, well, there's nothing going on. I mean, you might as well just do the skit all over again. And they try to make it seem like they're having so much fun like it's the place to be it's like it's a lie like this isn't fun you can't you're not even allowed to be there and you know who else was there your buddy the mayor de blasio did you see him he was dancing front and center on stage as the ball drops now this is the same guy who would have had you arrested for doing the same exact thing he's doing no no that i i saw this week so now these fucking kids on uh on bmx bikes or those big wheelers there's just mobs of kids they drive through the city they're jumping on people's windshields i saw that they're actually caving. yeah like, like so i have i have run into these kids before right like you know you just you don't know when they're coming yeah and there's a mob of them there's 50 of them yeah part of the reason why i left new york is because i knew that if I got into one of those situations again, yeah, I'm getting out of the car, right? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, how many fucking five-year-olds can I shit kick at once? Well, how many, how many 14-year-olds can I shit kick before, you know, they just, it's like they overtake me? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. And then if one of them shanks me, like it's a little bit more five-year-olds versus 14-year-olds. Right. You got to think. So I said, fuck it. I'm out of that. And, and this fucking tone-deaf de Blasio, like yeah. these people, does he really think 
that anyone in New York City wanted to see him dancing on New Year's Eve. No, like, no. no one. insulting. And you know what I would like to see? I would like to see a pay-per-view special where they just bring these mayors and governors one by one into a room with you and just a table and a microphone and you just fucking let them have it. I would pay over $100 easy to watch that, like a gauntlet of, of like public shaming, you know? Yeah, uh, I would rather fight Jake Paul than do that. But I heard that, you talking about him actually on one of the last podcast appearances, and, I'm, and I love what you said because this guy's flexing in the ring after beating a, a basketball player who never wore boxing gloves in his life, and he's acting like he's the ultimate warrior all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, it's incredible. This kid's, this kid's gonna fight Conor McGregor. He thinks he's oh, gonna geez. fight fucking Floyd Mayweather. Right. These guys are going to break this kid. They, yeah. That's what, like, at a certain point, you have to be realistic. Like, okay, I'm going to make, it might be the biggest pay-per-view event of all time because half the people want to see you get killed. The other half want to see, maybe he's going to surprise us. Conor McGregor yeah. will break fucking Jake Paul's face. Oh, not, yeah. It's, it, it's not like a... Gladly. It's, it's, it's a dangerous situation for this kid. But this is the same kid that sits in bed and and takes videos where he's shit talking somebody else. He's yeah. got his shirt off and his mom's in bed beside him. Like that alone yeah. in my mind is so fucking I, I've never been in a bed with with my shirt off with my mother past the age of eleven years old. Right. Same. Maybe ten. I don't yeah. know. When was yeah. the last time you were in bed? With your mom, with I, your shirt off. I don't even think I was able to retain memories. You know, I think <laughs> I was just a little boy, you know, and it's like, I, I, I understand. I mean, I'd hope that that he's just a character because what he's doing is not really something to be proud of. Yeah, uh, it's wild. Man. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. You know, now what I want to ask you, because I know that you recently moved to L.A., which is an entirely different planet than New York. New Yorkers yeah. are, for the most part, pretty honest and outspoken in public like you are. And, and let me tell you, I've seen videos of, of you patrolling the streets in New York and calling people right out on their bullshit, and I fucking love it. That is my favorite thing that you do. It's like a pastime of mine to watch this shit. I watched a video of a guy standing right in front of a subway entrance, just standing there with his bike looking at the sky, and nobody could get past. Them and you're just like, yeah. dude, do you know what you're doing right now? You're blocking the fucking entrance. No one can get past you. How do you not know this? You see, but you made a difference. You spoke up. He moved his bike, and now you made the day better for everyone who need to get on that subway line. People can't walk down to the subway. I know, I know, I know. But people can't walk down to the subway. Are you going to the world's dumbest person convention? Is that where you're going? Oh, the world's dumbest person convention? Schwinkter says what? All right. God bless, bro. I love Yeah, it. The, the problem is even New Yorkers have lost their uh, nerve collectively. Like, yeah. they, they don't, you know, New York 10 years ago, everyone would sort of be, would rally around calling out stupidity. Not now, anymore, huh? It's a free for all. Everyone's afraid. They're afraid to be a racist. They're afraid to be a Karen. 
They're yeah. afraid to, they just fucking hide. People it, just hide now. It changed. Yeah, and I haven't lived in New York in 10, 11, 12 years. So I have, that's what I'm hearing a lot of. Like it changed. Because I grew up with the honesty. Like people back home, they didn't let you get away with anything that burdens other people. I love yeah. that. It's like there's a community standard that was being upheld. And it's effective. Yeah. You literally think twice about what you do because you don't want to be scolded like a little bitch. I yep. support public shaming. I do. Yep. But see yeah, now, the, go ahead. There's a guy out here. Uh, he's got an Instagram called Narc Carts. Have you ever seen Ooh, it? Oh no, I got to look that up. Yeah, this guy basically he goes around and because uh, California is very isolating. Like, yeah, y- you can you can go days without seeing anyone. I mean, you Oof. could get everything delivered. Like it, it's, but. It's 80 degrees and it's sunny. So there's right. a bit of a, you know, you got a little bit of a, uh, some leeway there. Yeah. Anyway, there's this dude called Narc Carts. That's his Instagram. Yeah. And he walks, he, he walks around and he, he, he slaps bumper stickers on people's cars that don't put their carts away. And <laughs> we gets, need that guy. Yeah. This guy, but, but he's like, He's not aggressive enough. He's just kind of, he's too much of a nerd. Right. It's a fun watch though. You'll, you'll go down a sinkhole. Oh, I uh, love that stuff, man. See, but guys you know, like that, us are like considered like fucking terrorists out there. I mean, they can't handle people like us. I realized that when I first moved out there about 10 years ago, straight off the boat from New York, I had no idea there was a place where people didn't speak up and call people on their bullshit. L- yeah. Listen to this, man. My first very incident was within maybe two weeks of living out there. I remember specifically going to Universal Studios. I was with my girlfriend at the time and we're on one of those trains that brings you around the movie lot you know with the guy on the speaker telling you what you're looking at now check this out i'm sitting there the thing takes off and these two women behind me they must have been in their 40s or something they're on their phone just having a full-on conversation out loud to the point where nobody can hear what the guy's saying and i'm like is anybody gonna say anything i mean this was going on for a good 10 minutes i'm just looking around like nobody's upset about this but I knew everyone in their head was pissed off, but these people just sit looking forward, just accepting this. And I know this isn't what they want, but they just fucking, uh, they accept it. And I'm like, do I got to be the guy who says something? See, yep. my girlfriend at the time knew without me saying anything. She's like, don't do it. Don't do yep. it. I'm like, no, somebody has to stop this. I, I didn't pay to listen to these people behind me. So I just turned around and I said, do you know where you are right now? And they just looked up at me and froze as if I was about to rob them. Like they couldn't fathom why I was upset. I'm like, no, seriously, do you know that nobody can hear the tour? Do you, do you care? And the one just looks at me and goes, Oh my God. And they look at each other. Like they just walked into a haunted house. Yeah. Like like, it's, it's, it's your fault. You know, you turn into the asshole. Yeah, I'm the asshole. I'm like, hang up the phone or get off the tram. You're obviously oblivious. And then they end up closing the phone and they didn't say a word. Now, I'm I'm expecting a standing ovation from everybody on this tram, right? right, right and you right. know what I get? Yeah, right. I get two claps. There's a hundred people on this thing. Everyone heard this. And I just said right out loud, two claps. I'm like, I saved the tour. I'm like, everyone's scared to offend the people who don't give a shit about you. Tolerant of the intolerant. I'm like, now I want the girls to talk on the phone. 
I uh, la- last time I saw Bob Dylan in concert, yeah, uh, he and I and I've heard that he's done this before. It was at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, uh, the bowl's tight. It's nice and comfy, right? If yeah. he's singing a quiet song, he saw some people in a, in one of the boxes in the lower boxes. They were talking. They weren't listening to him. Yeah, he dropped he dropped the mic. He walked off stage. The show was over. Really? The show was over. He no was done. shit. He didn't come back on. <laughs> they didn't make a fucking announcement. He was done. He was done. You, you and, know. And, like but that's you know that's fucking <laughs> and i remember at the time thinking like man that was fucking pretty aggressive yeah. but now now it's like that's the only way you can ever do it and deal with it yeah you know what i mean i got tickets for my parents a bunch of years ago to go see him somewhere in connecticut and they told me that he wouldn't say anything to the audience he just comes out does this yeah. song and when the song's over he just kind of like goes back into the shadows and waits yes. and comes back and that's it and he leaves no thank you he just yeah. does his job and goodbye i think he's just completely checked out from everything yeah. you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's amazing no but uh we uh yeah, I guess you either have the you have the gene where you can't sit back and watch the fucking the people, the animals act like yeah. animals or oh. you you know, you you join it or you just I think that's why people are resonating with, you know, characters like ourselves who are kind right. of trying to fight back. That's really the way it comes down to because I think most people have the right thought in their head. You know, yeah. they know and they want to say something, but they're afraid. Everyone's afraid now. They, Everyone's they afraid. I don't think they realize, though, that when you hold people accountable for their actions, I know it's so unpopular, but like, did they realize the, the improvement of our quality of life that would come from everyone banding together and not allowing certain behavior? Once again, public shaming. It's like we don't want to promote that because we feel like we're like above that because it's like we kind of got to go down to their level, you know, which is kind where it's kind of taught to not go and stoop to people's level. But it's like you're not you can't talk sense into a caveman. You know what no. I mean? It's like at some point you really do got to treat them like a like a pet or something. You know what I mean? But also in New York, like let's say 15 years ago, 15 years ago, if a bunch of hooligans ran into a deli to like stab a kid with a machete. Yeah. You'd see fucking New Yorkers coming out of every Oh yeah. They'd be crawling out of the subway yeah. to get their shot in. Now, Absolutely. People run the opposite direction because one, they think they no one trusts the cops because who knows, you'll get arrested for fucking trying to save somebody because the cops are nowhere to be found. Oh. And you know, there's no trust in the city. That city is a is a fucking toilet. It I is a toilet. I can't even picture it, you know, just growing up there and living most of my life out there. I'm I'm really interested to see what it's going to be like for me to go back and experience a whole, like it's just flipped upside down. It it's, sounds heartbreaking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think you just, uh, you either just say, you know what, fuck it. I Like yeah. it's every man for themselves and yeah. like, I can take care of myself, but if I see some woman get thrown in front of a subway train in Union Square at three in the afternoon, I'm not, I'm just going to chill. Like, yeah. that's how bad it is. That uh, is how bad New York City is. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. Have you had any incidents in LA? I've had a couple of people, uh, 
you, they all wear masks out here, even outdoors. Okay. Everyone's like, you know, this, the Democrats out here make New York Democrats look like Republicans. I mean, really? they, uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, and you know, so somebody will tell me to put a mask on. Like uh, I just moved to a neighborhood, some woman, mm-hmm. I was in my driveway. I was cleaning the driveway. Okay. She's walking past me on the street Yeah, and she shoots her mouth off asking me, I guess nobody wears masks a- a- anymore. Yeah. And like, so first of all, I'm in my driveway. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I said, lady, listen, this is how we're going to do this. I'm new to the neighborhood. Right. You just introduced me. Every yeah. time you walk by me, I'm going to tell you to keep focusing on how to get your big fat ass up the hill there you without go. rolling down it. Good. And that's what's going to happen every single time you walk by me. Yeah. So now if you live here for 15 years and I live here for 15 years, every time you see me, I'm going to tell you to focus on how to get your big fat ass up to the top of the hill. Uh, that's what you just fucking brought on upon yourself. Uh, that's how I deal with these people. Good. LA doesn't deserve you, man. They, <laughs> they just don't, you know? <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, switching subjects, man. I wanna, I, one thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, how is it that as long as you're playing hockey, you're legally allowed to have a full-on fist fight without getting arrested. Like it's, no other sport, industry, job, or any scenario, really, are you allowed legally to beat the shit out of someone? I'm only bringing this up because I've always been curious about that. It, it, it's the only it's the only job and or sport that you're allowed to beat somebody up with your bare hands. Yeah. Even so boxing and uh, UFC, they still wear gloves. Yeah. We're allowed to fight with no, it's bare knuckle fighting. I fucking and love can, that. And it's it's kind of like this beautiful thing about the game that obviously it doesn't happen as much as it used to. Yeah. But yeah, when you think about it, hockey, hockey players, hockey in general, you can fight bare knuckle and you're allowed to fight until the other guy gets gets fucked up. Till you, It's like once somebody gets dropped, that's when they yeah. break it up. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. I I always wondered, like, is there some loophole in the law that says as long as you're on ice skates, you can assault someone if you have a problem with them? I wish I would have known that. Like, I could have settled so many disputes with people. I just brought them to the ice rink and beat their ass without getting arrested every time. Yeah. I mean, I mean maybe yeah. there is some kind of loophole. They just figured yeah. no one would be able to, like, uh, be sturdy on skates. But then you guys figured it out. It's not even a problem, you know? But, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. No, that would be good you could I, I you know i think even now yeah uh kids like who knows what kids are allowed to do like fighting when we were kids like yeah. sometimes you had to fight now yeah you fight you get kicked out of school oh. you get fucking thrown off facebook you yeah get, i mean i, I don't, don't know. i don't know how i would have dealt with it because i i mean the only thing I ever got in trouble for as a kid was fighting because I was like a small, skinny kid. And my dad always taught me to protect myself. I mean, I remember being in the kitchen with my dad going into middle school and he said, you know, you're a little guy. And he goes, you're going to run into some trouble. There's going to be some people might want to pick on you, whatever. He goes, you make sure that when that guy picks on you, you make sure that the whole school's watching even the teachers and just pop him as hard as you can in his face to send a message like this kid's going to fight back, you know? And it's like, what would happen today with that? Well, I would love a time machine to go back in time and, and, and first of all, really take care of all the 
the the loser bullies that you know now I can see where they've ended up in their life right or some of the some of the fucking kids that I went to school with that are now grown up and trying to be influencers yeah. and I wish I could just take uh. the time machine back and go listen in 10 in 15 years you're going to do this yeah. and this is you're going to embarrass and define you as a person for the rest of your life you yeah. you a tiktok star you are going to add nothing to civilization to humanity <laughs> Yeah. You're going to entertain yourself. Yeah. You're going to fill up your like jar, whatever the fuck you yeah. need to fill up. But you have no talent. You yeah. are talentless. I, I, I made a whole video. My last video was about people eating dinner on video. Millions of right. views. And it's like, what kind of legacy are these people living behind? Like, are they going to be proud of this and talk to their grandkids about this? It's absurd. And, and that leads to my next question. I want to ask you, and as a segue, it's like, what is it like being a dad, number one? And number two, it's like, do you think about these conversations that you're going to have with this kid to prepare them for this craziness? Do you Absolutely. think about I this? Mean, yeah, I mean, God knows where we're going to be in 10 years. Yeah. But um, yeah, first of all, he, you know, it's like, I don't even think about, okay, he's not getting a cell phone. I think about, yeah, he's going to feel what's right and what's not right. Like, yeah, if he sees me acting like a, like, you know, he's never going to see me on TikTok. He's never going to see. Me. He's never going to get thrown into a pile of pillows and think that that's okay. Right? Like, I yeah. have real conversations with him. He's six months old, and I can see he's he's retaining information. Like, I'm not. I used to think before I had a son. Okay, he's not getting a cell phone until a certain age. Right. That's all bullshit. Yeah, you can't protect them from all of the idiots and the fucking assholes around them. You got to build them from the inside out so that they know this shit's not normal. Yeah. Like I'm going a different way. I'm interested in real stuff. That's why yeah. the thing with the the videos of people eating, the fact that millions of people watch that, yeah. I, 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 I want to know who those millions of people are. Same. I want to put them in a fucking auditorium and have a conversation <laughs> with them. Just, just, I just need a mic. I need 10 minutes yeah. and I need to just lay them all on their back. I'm going to start doing that on a small scale. Like I want to start re reaching out to some of these people, just everyday people, just a viewer of that channel and go, would you like to come on this show? And just, just analyze like, what are you doing? I just want to know. I yeah. want to know what is your thought process? Yeah. No judgment. This? No, just like, no. what were you doing at that time that you had minutes to burn yeah. watching that video? Cause we obviously don't understand. And there's millions of you guys. So we might not, no, we might be missing something here, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, no, I think that's the that's the thing that we always talk about is like yeah, not coming from a place of judgment, but I'd really like to know like what's going on in your life that you find that interesting one yeah. to have the time to watch that. And you know, do you know that there's other things that could maybe get you get you excited? Yeah. Or or no. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it has to do with their support system and their environment, you know? Right. Whatever. I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know. But, you yeah, know, it, it, it's funny. I'll sell I want to say one other thing. I heard yeah. uh, Seth Rogen on, on uh, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and uh, Sean. I can't remember. I always forget the, uh, 
I always forget the the gay guy's name, which I can do because I'm very pro-gay. Everyone knows that. But anyways, they were talking to Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. And Rogen was like, you know, there should be tests for parents. Parents, you should have to take a test before you're allowed to have a child. I agree. And I I think that that could actually be true. Like, I'm pro-choice, right? Like, uh, everyone should be able to have children. But you should... Be able to, you should have like some fucking, you should have a brain or I, yeah. I don't know, some sort of responsibility yeah. gene inside and of What you. about a basic IQ test to start? You know what I mean? Yep. It's like, do you know how yep. serious that is bringing a kid into the world? And, and you're yep. responsible for how you raise that child and program that child. I mean, like if you're just a zero and you just, your kids running around your house and there's no, you don't teach them anything. I mean, like we got to live amongst you. They're just going to cause chaos in the world. And it's like, we, again, it's like for some reason, this personal accountability thing is not popular. It always boils down to that. You know why? Because also like, think about if you're a teacher, like you can't, you can't teach children now. Yeah. You have to, you just have to invite children to learn. You yeah. can't give your opinion on anything. Yeah. You can't lean into an opinion. Right. All of a sudden you'll have fucking 25 parents attacking you on a Facebook page Ugh. and now you've lost your job. See, I don't even you think about I mean? that. You're right, man. It, it's a new element. It goes element. so deep. Ugh. Yeah. It goes so deep. It's so layered. Um, there's not enough people that have balls to be trailblazers yeah. or to like, you know, I don't know. It's There's not enough Dylans in the world. Right. There really isn't. Well, look, man, what are you working on? What projects can we expect from you in 2021? Uh, I just booked this uh, FX show in Boston in uh, nice. February, which is going to be fun. Um, I mean, dude, the, the industry is like... I'm just working on my podcast, yep. you know, I do a lot of cameos, which, uh, which are fun. Yep. And, uh, but fuck the, the, we're getting worse. I mean, we're in 2021. They told us two weeks they were going to flatten the curve. Uh, yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> like, yeah, we're, it is out of control. This fucking vaccine. I see people that are getting vaccine that are getting sick Yeah, and they're like, Oh, well, yeah, the vaccine, they didn't get the second part of the vaccine. Right. I guarantee you, people that get the vaccine are going to start get, start getting sick. Well, this vaccine is not going to work. Yeah. I promise. I mean, you know, usually what do they say? It takes 10 years on average to develop a vaccine. I mean, this thing came out in a year with a virus that they don't fully understand completely. And they're talking about mutations. I was like, it's kind of scary, you know? Like, I, I know me personally – if I'm going to get it, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. I got to yeah. see what happens to these people. You know, I mean, yeah. I know it sounds morbid, but it's like, you know, I don't think that's quite a rational decision. To just jump on this experimental vaccine. Yeah. You know, that's just my opinion, you know, but uh, dude, I, I'm not, I'm not going near it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. it. You, you, you got a new year's resolution. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I put you on the spot. Uh, no, no, just be the same. You know, I don't think you need to change anything about you, dude. <laughs> I appreciate you that. know, and I can't, I can't think of yeah, anything don't. that I want because you might fuck on. it up, you know, like it's, yeah. if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know what I mean? But look, man, Amen. thanks so much for coming on, man. I, I love talking yeah, to man. you. And if I ever start a militia of some sort, I want you Fuck. to be the general of the on 
on the ground foot soldiers, like the fucking uh, Canadian Batman leading the guardian angels of the streets. Dude, are I'm you there. in? I'm there. All right, I'm, dude. I'm fucking in. All right, man. All right, brother. Look, man, have a good one, man. I'll, I'll talk you, to you brother. soon. All right, man. Yeah, man. Have a good night. Good job. Keep going. All right, folks, I'm getting out of here. Thanks for listening. And uh, just a reminder, if you live in L.A., um, be forewarned. Uh, Sean Avery is patrolling the streets of L.A. now. So uh, behave yourself or you'll get a hockey stick up your ass. Bye, everybody.